and welcome back to Thoughts of the Roundtable with me, Matt Rebar. And me, Paul Laux. Now, we haven't recorded in a little while. And, and, yeah, and I'm not gonna, it's no big deal. I'm not going to shame us. I'm not going to shame us. Life happens. Idealistically, we'd be doing this a bit more regularly, but things happen. But be, well, it's just one of... Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Paul. No, it's just one of those things where, you know, if anyone has the notifications on, they might see it finally. Like, oh, my gosh, an episode has finally dropped. I'll, I'll admit there's there's legitimately like a couple podcasts I listen to where um, everything is uploaded a couple every like day or every other day. Mm-hmm. There's some that I listen to that are like it's literally like six months in between episodes. Yeah. But I love it. I don't care. I it's know. Fine. it's. I think we keep people on high alert because you never know when you're going to get thoughts mm-hmm. in your stream. But uh, – between our last recording and now, Paul, we celebrated a milestone for years of Thoughts of the Roundtable. Has it really been that long? Four years, and this is going to be, I believe, our 87th episode over four years. So, yeah, on the average, we're doing like, I don't know, like 20 a year. We're, we're, we're almost weekly. <laughs> That's more than once a month. It's yeah, more than no, once a I month. mean, if it, it no, happens, honestly. It, it goes from like maybe we do like three in one month, we take a month off, we come back and do like three, take a month off. It, we, we have a weird consistency, but four years, Paul, our first hey, episode you know, uploaded January, I believe, 29th, 2019. And I remember one of the first of all, I if you would have told me we would have done eighty seven episodes of these when we started, I wouldn't have believed you, to be honest. Yeah. Who like who gets that far in a podcast? Not many people. Um yeah. but I remember we used to film it together at my house and then COVID happened. We've never like I feel like a corporation that's like wants people to come back for the office culture, but we're just like, no, we're good. We're not doing that. No, we I, I agree. We uh, we definitely do not uh, have any interest in making the hassle of recording together in person. I mean, and not that but, I want to see you in person, but like it was a hassle. You know, it'd be like, when are you free? When are you free? When can you mm-hmm. drive? When can you drive? And now I get to see you. We can talk. We can record. But at and be uh, done much more leisure. Because I'll be honest with you, if we didn't have this option. Let's be real. We didn't have this option. We had to record in person. Uh, we would not never be at 87. We would probably be at like 25. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, especially now because I'm not free until, you know, evenings or whatever. But yeah, personal life. Um, but I do just to show the growth of this mm. podcast. I want you to remember back when we first started doing this and you had the car that had didn't have a front bumper. <laughs> and also, you remember one of the first times you came to my house to record and you leaked oil all over my driveway. Do you remember that? <laughs> and you just, like, there was just an oil slick on my driveway for, like, months. Like, an entire summer almost. The amount of people who associate me with uh, bad car memories, uh, that's, there's a lot of people. Is way you too are, many? Yeah, there's way too many people that go, remember that time with your car? And I go, yeah, I am not good with cars. Uh, my cars are always a mess. Inside, outside, I mean... I honestly view cars, and I feel like some car enthusiasts are going to take a, <gasps> but I view cars as pieces of metal that get me places. That's it. That's all a car is to me. Uh, I'm kind of, I see it as utility, to be honest, yeah. like like a gas electric car. It's a utility. Yeah. And, like, I get my cars for for purpose. Yeah. And I have my little tiny, I have a little tiny Ford Focus that's, it's like electric blue, and that, getting the blue is like my personality coming out, but... It's just in a little tiny car, but you know what's um, funny? When I bought, I feel my, like, a, oh, go ahead, Paul. No, I feel like I'm going to be the uh, the the dad minivan soon, though. 
I'm going to get there. <laughs> yeah, you have two kids. You are uh, slowly but surely getting into minivan territory. But when I <sighs> bought my car, I don't know if I've ever said this, uh, and if I have on this podcast, please DM me. But uh, when I bought my car, Paul, they were like, do you want the white or do you want a color? And I was like, oh, well, what's the price difference? They go, white is, you know, 16000 and the color add 50 bucks. And I go, I'll take the white. <laughs> it was Really? The, I was like, I'm not spending extra money for a color. Come on. Was it 50 bucks on. a month or 50 bucks total? No, like 50 bucks total. But still, Paul, I was spending a lot of money on a car. I'm not going to throw in an extra yeah, money. White, white, white cars are gross. I know. It actually really is. My car looks like salt and grime and like the devil's yeah. booty hole be rubbing up on my car. It does not look good. But White white cars and black cars just show way too much dirt and salt and just no thanks. And, we can't um, all have electric blue cars like you, Paul. Oh my gosh. Please. Although my other car cool. is red. Is red. It was funny because um, just to just the growth of my life. So my wife also had a Ford Focus. And so both of us had we had the foci, two folk, uh, two focus, and so um, hers was just like a it was just a piece of junk, and I remember the heat shield fell off on the mm-hmm. bottom, mm-hmm. and I, we literally just welded it back on top. I'm like I don't even care. I don't want to fix it. We just welded, you welded it. To it? The- <laughs> you were like some middle earth blacksmith welding the car together. What yeah, do you even we just weld will. with? Like, how do you like? I, I, if you asked me to weld something, I'd go to Home Depot and just stand there, like, like how do you weld something, Paul? I don't. You just have a welder, and you just do little spots. So it's called a welder. That the tool is called a welder. A little stick. A little. I. You know, use a friends. That's all I did. Honestly, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I had no you idea are, what I was doing, but I had like, access. I, to I one. feel like I'm listening to like a foreign language, and I'm like, are they talking about me right now? I'm I, not gonna lie. I, I mean, I had no idea what I was doing. It worked though. It fixed it. <laughs> it didn't rattle anymore. Yeah. I, I will. This is one of the funniest moments of my life. So I went. We were driving downtown, and in yeah. Katie's car, and this is when the heat shield was like starting to hang off the mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. And other things were going on. It the brakes were bad, whatever. And we didn't have the money to fix it, so we just drove it downtown. Yeah. And um, we get out and we go, we go downtown. And this homeless guy comes up to us. Yeah. And we thought, we thought that he was gonna, you know, ask us for change or something. And it was like midnight at this time or whatever. And he comes up and was like, no, 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 thank you, man. And he goes, no, 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 no. I know a guy who can fix your car. I think you need your car fixed. I'm like, dang, like the guy coming, the homeless guy's coming up to me and be like, buddy, you need to fix the car. Yeah. Like, please. My dad doesn't live down. So there was one time, I think we were in Philadelphia. My mom and I, we're kind of the, the kind hearts of the family, my mom and I. So we're walking down the street and this lady comes up. She's like, oh, I, like please, I need some money. I I need mm-hmm. to get to somewhere. And my mom and I are like, oh, my gosh. Like, like oh. And, and, and we're like, how much do you need? And she broke character. She was like, oh, I, I need thirteen forty five. And we're like, and we're like, oh, okay. And my dad comes up and he's like, He's like, like, it pulls us away. And my mom and I were like, but she needed 1345. He's like, you two are big dummies. That was so staged. I was like, really? And like looking back, she did like, she did like one of those acting like fourth wall breaks. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, like we are dummies. Like, I, I don't know. I, that was, I, I'm such a bleeding heart, man. I, I'm the worst. Well, I had a friend who, uh, we were downtown and um, he's, my friend is a nurse. 
And this guy, this guy came up to me. He's like, man, I just need like 50 to a hundred bucks. Like I'm diabetic and I need, you know, money for this and that and for, you know, medication stuff. And my buddy who's a nurse is like, tell me your numbers. And so I don't know what he started talking about. He started talking about sugar levels and all this. And my buddy ended up giving him a hundred, hundred bucks. And so we walked away and he goes, there's two, he goes, I did that because there's only two real outcomes. He goes, all those numbers are right. So either he actually is diabetic or he rehearsed it so much and knew so much about it that he deserves it. <laughs> so it's like, wow. he goes, he goes those, he's like, he either actually is diabetic and needs this stuff or he knows like. He researches so much, he deserves the prize. I was gonna say he was at the library, like <laughs> yeah. doing the research. Like he has like the got like those like those uh, like academic goggles on. Like <laughs> all right, I see if this is the blood sugar. Wow, that's that's wild. That's wild. Yeah. Um, um, I also love this. Can I be honest? And I don't mean to talk ill of those who are experiencing, um, you know, any sort of. Level right. of poverty or unhoused. But right. This what I my my least favorite is when someone comes up and you could tell like they're about to ask for something. Mm-hmm. You just tell. You can just tell. And they're like, "Hey, uh, do you have a second? And I just go, "Oh, you know, I don't have any money, you know, or I don't have any food on me. You know, sometimes yeah. if I'm carrying leftovers. You know, there you go. Yeah, like, I'm done. Whatever. Or I have a protein bar. Uh, and then they're like, "I didn't ask. I was gonna ask for money. I was like, really? What do you what are you here to ask? You want to talk about the weather? You come up to ask me where I got my my sweater from Old Navy, really? Yeah. Like I don't know. Like I get I don't know. I that that kind of gets me a little like. Hmm. But I will say my one friend. I know now we're on this topic. My one friend was like, yeah, someone came up and asked for like food, and I gave them a protein bar or like a raisin bran bar mm. or something, and the person looked at it and goes. Oh no, I'm good on this. I was like, how can you be picky? Like, if it's a raisin granola bar, like, come on. Like, just, I don't know. That felt like, dude, like, how hungry are you? Because, like, if I'm hungry, I'm eating the raisin oh, granola yeah. bar. Yeah. No question. Without a doubt. Um, by the way, you said you had some breaking news. What is the breaking news? That was the breaking news. Oh, that, that we was. Were four years. <laughs> that was the breaking news? Wow. Isn't that breaking news? I don't know. I thought that was breaking news. It was, it was cool. <laughs> How many podcasts, let's be real, if we go on Apple Podcasts, we look at all podcasts of all time, how many survived like 10 episodes or like three months? Let's be I'm, real. I'm telling you, four and years. we've made it four years. Four Paul, years. our friendship now goes back like six or seven years. Like we're stuck with each wait, other at this point. It, that is, wait, we, so we, I met you probably what, 2016? No, I think 17, 18. No, I but, was I had almost left in eighteen at the station, so it was twenty at least twenty seventeen. You think twenty sixteen? So we've had seven years of friendship. Yeah, we're yeah. stuck with each other, Paul. I was talking to one of like, my friends. We're gonna be we're gonna be old men like kids these days. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine what the millennial um, nursing home is gonna be like? Like it's just gonna be nuts. Just SpongeBob playing in the background and. I remember when there was good artists in our day, like Katy Perry and Justin Bieber. They should just give us. They should just give us like fake AOL chats, you know. The you know, but like I, you're like a little older than I am, Paul. I technically am considered a millennial Z cusp. Wait, what year? I'm are you? a cusper. Well, I was born in late '94. Oh, you are. Yeah, you're. I, are yeah, you even a millennial like, at that point? No, I'm like technically like closer millennial than I think I am Z, but it's like. One of those like cusp years. Yeah. It's like you know, like it's like kind of because like let's be real. I know I'm technically a '90s kid. I have no clue what happened in the '90s. See, I was my bo- earliest memories are 2000s. Like the aughts, man. See, I was born in '90, and so like the '90s were my 
were my my era. And then the wait a minute, I thought we celebrated your thirtieth birthday last year. Twenty twenty, we did. I, f- I feel like I remember last year we had a birthday party for you and you were 30 last year. No, I, I was born no. in 19. 19- I'm 32, my friend. Oh my gosh, dude, time flies. I swear we were just celebrating your 30th and you were like, no. man, I'm turning 30 and blah, blah, blah. We were I, like, it's I, okay, I, dude. I w- that was 2020. It was super depressing because my 30th birthday was on a Zoom call. It was the worst thing ever. <laughs> it was literally the Not worst. only were you turning 30, which is a very, that's a big year. Mm-hmm. I would say the big years you have, you know, like the big ones, 18, 21, like 16, you know, sweet 16, that's fine, whatever. 13, you're a teenager, whatever. But 18, 21, 25, I would argue, mm-hmm. 30, 40, 50. And then you die. So, you know what I mean? 60, yeah. I would say, like, any decade, no, like, th- big decade thir- is, like. Like, I've never been the person who, like, birthdays messy up. 30 messed me up for some reason. Really? Yeah, I didn't like it. 30 was a rough one. Yeah. And I, what I think, I think it was exacerbated by the fact that I turned it in 2020 when everything was in May, like middle of lockdown. Yeah. And so, like, I turned 30 years old and just, and it was just a hellish year because I had lost my job that year. That it was just, it was nightmare. So that piled on everything. It's like, oh great, now I'm 30. It was, mm-hmm. whatever. But yes, um, but now that I think about it, like. Yes, I was a 90s kid. I grew up through the entirety of the 90s. I existed through the entirety of the 90s. But my Do you remember my, any like do you remember 90s? Like for oh, real yeah. though. You're 90s kid. You remember like existing in the 90s. For sure. That? Well, I I think I I pretty much remember like 96 on cuz I remember vividly 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 getting um Ocarina of Time for N64, which is 97. <laughs> and yeah. I played the living shit out of that game. And so I remember Bomberman 64 getting – so I, I basically – like when things really clicked in, like 96, 97. Like I remember playing those games. I remember Tamagotchis and all that. But um, my prime like early teen years was the early 2000s, like basically wow. post 9-11. And yeah. um, which I was thinking – I was actually talking to, to my wife about this the other day. Isn't it weird to think about how the dress difference, like pre and post nine eleven? Like, there's seriously like a stark difference. I am. Everything. I'm honestly jealous of the people who got to just like walk into airports and walk onto the plane. Do you know how difficult well, the post nine eleven airplane experience has well, become? Like one, one uh, thing. One thing I vividly remember, and this is why. Yeah, I remember the nineties is because uh, my aunt lives on the west coast, and so she'd visit every summer, and. Um, I remember walking her to the gate of the plane to to wish her, you know, wish to see her off to the plane. So I remember like going past security, going to the physical gate and sitting and saying, "Hey, goodbye." And I think about that now. I'm like, that's crazy that we used to do that. Like not yeah. just we used to go to the physical gate and wait with them. Yeah. That is. And now if you want to eat in an airport, you have to buy a ticket. Uh, I mean, well, who's going to eat? No more, no more airplane, no more airport dining, you know, for easy convenience. Dude, you know what? This is, this is wild real quick. This reminds me on my last plane, I was sitting waiting for the plane and they had just like one of the gates next to me had just closed. They they were like, we're flying to Kansas city. All of a sudden I hear like, and these two older people are like booking it to that gate. But, like, the door was closed, so, like, they were effed. Yeah. 
But the guy opens the door. Like, How? opens the actual door. Alarms go blaring. Security comes out like it's like a Kim Possible animated show. <laughs> like, security. And I'm like, looking at this guy and this lady. And the lady's like, I said not to do that, Gerald. And I have my AirPods. <laughs> and, and I do that thing when you have the AirPods in and it's time for, like, you, you do that subtle, like, double tap. Like, stop the volume. Wait, you can, hear this. you can double tap these? Yeah, you can double tap AirPods if you set them in your... Oh, Paul just vanished. <laughs> I think Paul just died. I think... it's Literally, he just dropped the call, and I think what happened was I told him about double tap, and I think he double tapped, and it kicked him off the Zoom. So, uh, wow. Oh, there he is. Wait, did double tapping just now kick you off the call? It ended the call. <laughs> See, you have them set. You can go to your iPhone settings. Anyway, um, that was hilarious. So the best part is security's there, and he goes, oh, I'm sorry. You know, we were just trying to get on the plane. You know, my bad. And they're trying to, like, act like it wasn't a big deal. And, like, oh, well, like, you know, thanks for having us. We'll yeah. just find another plane. And the security's like, dude, like, we're taking you in. Like, we're, we're, we're <laughs> taking you to, I don't know, security's underground, you know, interrogation room. And I know, the, and the lady kept saying, Gerald, I told you not to do that, Gerald. Now they're not like, going to St. Louis. Yeah, now we're not going to see, you know, our daughter Stacy in Kansas City. Anyway, they, they probably I, did, I wonder what they do. And they, they probably just rough them up, give them a little bit of a fine and, and send them, them on their one way. One of my favorite but, quotes, if it was like from a documentary and the cop was like, did I want to do some 1970s police work and rough them up a little bit? I did, but I couldn't. And I was like, 1970s police work? Like, that's, that sounds That's horrifying. 2023 police work, by the way, <laughs> roughing them up. Nothing. Some things change, but some things don't change. Um, I got to tell Wait, you, can though, I Paul. S- oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, I just want to tell you one thing. Of course. I've never had a crazy flight experience ever, except one time. And it's a very quick story, and I'll tell you this. So I've had turbul- like, turbulence, but nothing really like crazy passenger-wise ever. Somehow I've yeah. always avoided that. Except for one time. And it was this guy I was flying from San Diego to Cleveland. And this guy in front of me, he was in the emergency exit. Yeah. And he, there was a guy in the aisle seat and he was on the window seat. And he leaned over and was like sleeping on the guy in the aisle seat. Yeah. Like this older guy. And so he, like the the, the younger guy, the window seat starts to stir or whatever. And you could just tell he just reeked like booze. <laughs> and we I we talked to the guy in front of him. He's like, do you know that guy? He goes, I have no idea who he is. We're like, he, we thought he, like, he was your kid or something. Like He's like leaning on you. He goes, I have no idea who that is. So the, the, the flight attendants kind of see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And mind you, it's like 8 in the morning. And they tap on the guy's shoulder and like, sir, are you okay? And he was like hammered. Wow. And um, like obliterated. And they're like, we need to see your ticket. And so he hands them the in-flight magazine. <laughs> and they're like, no, sir, we need to see your ticket. So he just starts biting and ripping the in-flight magazine apart. And then after that, he just immediately passes out, just gone. Wow. And so they're like, sir, sir. And they start, like, shaking him. Like, sh- and Ooh, like, not a good idea. Vi- not a good and idea. And so they, well, they start violently shaking him, and he's out. He's out. So much so that the the... the the uh, flight attendant comes and checks his pulse 
And, like, they're checking his pulse to make sure he's still alive. And so, eventually, they're like, okay, he's still got a pulse. They take their knuckles and do the sternum thing, you know, where they rub it on. They do that to, like, people who, like, pass out to, like, get him to, like... They literally had to knuckle his sternum and to wake him up. And to, like... And they're like, dude, like, you're so drunk, you're barely conscious. Wow. And so, they had to, like, drag him up to the front of the plane. (laughs) That's wild. And we're like, of course this guy's going to Cleveland. Of course. <laughs> it's because he's going to Cleveland that he drank that much of the flight in the first place. Um, yeah. You know, I think what we're going to have to do, Paul, we might have to end this episode and play the game next time. But before we Let's go on this episode, I got to tell you, I don't want to give it away, but I know we're on episode 86. I know we don't record a lot. But I have four ideas for four episodes to celebrate our upcoming 100th episode. By the way, I do want to bring up if you got a couple minutes. Yes, of course. Because I don't want the, the next time we record this may be irrelevant. Have you happened to watch the MH370 documentary on Netflix? No. What is MH370? The plane that went missing? How do you not remember that? Remember oh, that? is it the one that went over like Bangladesh or something? How do you not know? I'm Girl, real mad do you know now. how much news we have in today's society? I'm getting, Every time I this, go on Twitter, this is one of the biggest. No, there's a new problem. You, people are about to be pissed. I know we got like five listeners, but four of them are about to be pissed off at you because you haven't listened to this. So okay, okay, tell me about the no, be, be no, 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 no. I'm not gonna do anything. It's actually good. Go and watch it. Okay, you have to okay. go watch it. Okay, we'll talk about it next time. We'll record next week or something, so it's not totally relevant, and we'll watch it. Okay. Because I'm not going to – it's way too detailed to get into if you don't know anything <laughs> about it. Freaking Bangladesh. Get out of here. All right. I, watch I, it. Okay. Okay. Anyway, watch it. we're coming up to 100. I have four ideas for four episodes I want to do to celebrate our 100th. And I don't want—I don't know if I want to spoil it for the listeners because I'm telling you, these are four excellent ideas. I really cannot wait. Uh, and who knows when we'll get there. We might get there in a couple months. Might be at the end of the year. Might be five years of th- thoughts around the table. But we you might get be thirty. There. We will get there. We're gonna get there. <laughs> oh, All this right. Has been a very illuminating uh, off-topic for sure episode, and uh, we will see you next time on Thoughts of the Roundtable. Thanks so much for listening, and adios. Later.